Hey, so welcome to the Lead Loud Podcast. My name is Richard Mulholland. And I'm Justin King. And today we are very thankful to the Woodstock Grill and Tap. We have been walking around trying to find, I'm at a gig somewhere today, and I've been we walk around trying to find a place where we can host. They're not open, but they very kindly invited us in and let us record from here. So thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, now, the podcast or the, the talk we're talking about today is one we recorded a few weeks back, probably as an extension to... Would it be fair to say that it's an extension to Radical Candor? 100%. And I think, I mean, we, maybe we can get into that briefly before we, we introduce the, the book and the talk. Our, our goal is to create these, these series of, of related talks. Let's call it that. So whether it's a, in this case, it's uh, really about giving tough love, which was Radical Candor. The one we can talk about now is Crucial Conversations. That's more about having more, more difficult conversations. And we want to create series of talks that are three, four, five books long that are around sales or negotiation tactics or, or innovation or whatever it may be. Yeah, in fact, on this one, it could be quite nice to maybe go from here into one of the one of the two we have on negotiation. It kind of depends yeah. on your needs. So there's almost different pathways you can carve. I think it's important. Like I found as a somewhat intuitive entrepreneur through the years that it's been very easy for me to come in have this idea go in on a monday morning drop a big idea off in my head it's all very obvious everyone gets excited about the idea but then you leave and people are not quite sure what permission they have or how they're supposed to act and i think that's where these follow-on talks um are great and i guess i would suggest in this case that if you're considering doing this uh, this talk this morning crucial conversations that you probably do do radical candor first uh and let's maybe introduce that. So Radical Candor was about why it's very, very important to give the right kind of feedback. Crucial Conversations is actually great for both parties because this is actually more about also the other person's response, yeah. but also how those might play out and how you can do it better. It's a, a phenomenal book. There's a lot you can, I mean, definitely uh, as a leader of a business, definitely read the book. As a, chances are your entire staff aren't going to, but maybe they'll be okay with a blinkist or a summary yeah. to to get it going. <clears throat> and I hope, <coughs> pardon me, I hope with the content that we've given you in the talk, but at least get them off on the on the right on the right foot to give you a better uh, to give them a better chance of of making those conversations, those crucial conversations, the ones that really can't uh, make them matter. Yeah. Uh, for me, what I've really been impressed about, like now doing a lot more research into the book itself, is it's just how much effort has gone into this this book. So it's um, it's written by a group of individuals. So it's written by Kerry Patterson, Joseph Grenny, Ron McMillan, and Al Switzler. Um, and they actually all have a business which is called uh, Vital Smarts. Um, but their their findings are based on twenty years of twenty years of research with twenty thousand people. So they've they've come up with some real stats and stuff that really works and they've seen works. So that's what I was was really impressed with. And in fact, they've written uh, follow-up books to this, which is Crucial Confrontations and uh, Crucial Accountability as well. So they are specialists in their space. Vital Smarts is, is all about, uh, they've got leadership training courses. So perhaps check check Vital Smarts out as well. Um, but I've just been impressed with what has actually gone into writing this book. There's uh, a lot of intellectual rigor. Correct. correct. Um, and I guess in that point, it's important to note that the talk, when I was putting together the talk, it's a tricky one, kind of like when we were discussing how to win friends and influence people. Some of these books, this book is basically broken down into seven steps. Now, you can't deliver seven steps effectively to your team. So the approach that we've taken in the talk is quite simple. It is um, explain the premise, try and give an example the reason good, important conversations go bad is because people start 
um, attacking them from an emotional point of view rather than intellectual point of view. We want to try and give a talk when you speak to your team that they can catch themselves out when they realize they're going to a certain place, give you certain tools for going into a discussion to make sure that um, that doesn't happen very often, and then to actually give you a tool that if it's in a point of view where the uh, where things are getting quite abrupt, that uh, changes can happen. Yeah, and I think it's also it's, it's quite easy to identify. I think maybe a lot of the listeners are maybe thinking, what, what exactly is a, a crucial conversation? I think from a physical point of view, your body tells you. Um, you start, I mean, I think to my, myself now, I know I'll, I'll get that feeling in my chest. The heart rate starts, starts beating. The palms get a little bit sweaty. And it's really because... What it you're matters. about to, it matters. What you're about to speak about, there's 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 a lot to it. The stakes are high, your opinions may differ, you're going to have to hold your ground and and the outcome really like it significantly significantly impacts your life in some way, whether it's your work or whether it's a relationship or, or whatever it may be. But it's you, it's almost a gut feeling. You're like, okay, this is happening, this is this is a crucial conversation, be aware of it. And this talk and this book gives you those tools to kind of deal with it from there. Now, everything you described there, your hands sweating, your, your things, feeling those feelings, that's exactly what the book describes. And I guess what we go into in, in the talk as well is that it takes you back to a more primal point of view. You can understand then why you would immediately go to your lizard brain. Uh, they talk about an amygdala hijack. That's when your lizard brain, right, your brainstem essentially takes over. And your brainstem takes over, your amygdala hijack happens when the body reckons Shit, man, you're not doing, you're not reacting quick enough. You're going to get eaten by that line. It's your flight, your fight, your, you know, fornicate or your feed. It's your, uh, it's all of those things. And it's just when you get into these conversations with people, sometimes it feels like you're under attack and you go there. And the, what we're trying to do here is give you some tools from the book that can help you realize this for what it is. And by going in prepared, you're less likely to take it there. Road rage only gets bad when both people engage, right? When two of you both engage. In my mind, as somebody, as a leader of a book who may have researched this or a reader of a company who may have researched this, who's maybe read the book, it's all very well and good and it's great when you have that uh, position, but it would be even more powerful if your team did too. Not just when dealing with issues inside the company, but when dealing with issues to clients. I think that's important as we equip ourselves in these tools about how to deal with our staff. But remember, they're having the very same as crucial, often more crucial conversations with your customers. And the tempers are still going up. We've all can think of a time when we've been in a conversation like that. How can we use these tools? And the one I would like to address, and I, I saw that in the show notes that you put this air as well, and maybe you want to talk about it, is the when I invite tool. Okay, so, so the basic premise of this, the when I invite tool, is that if something happens and you want to make sure you get back onto a person's side of the fence, if if Let's say you keep on, Justin, keep on coming late to meetings. Although, yeah. let's face, let's be honest. <laughs> let's say I keep coming late to meetings, okay? And you could be very, very, you know, you could turn around and say, you know, what, what kind of partnership is this? You're always coming late to meetings, blah, 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 blah. However, what you could turn around and say is, Rich, when you come late to meetings, when? I, my opinion on this, I feel like you don't take this company seriously and I feel like you don't respect me as a person. Now, I'm sure that's not the case. So can you help me understand what's going through your head Then your head makes you feel like it's okay to, to make this happen? Now it's tricky because you didn't attack me. So now I've got to come back and say, well, yes, obviously I do respect you and I do think the company is important and I'm a bit of an asshole. I feel like we're having an intervention here <laughs> all on one side. And I'm really sorry. But that's what happens. It's the when I invite. When you did X, 
I feel that it means this. Now, I understand that that's my one-sided point of view. I could be wrong. Can you help me understand where you're coming from? It forces the other person to try and explain themselves from a different point of view, and it lets them understand where you're there. So it takes you. It takes the person from a position of feeling they, and as you say, under attack, having to defend themselves through rather opening conversation and and just clarifying. And I think that's that's the key. It's, it's creating conversation. It's opening dialogue. It's allowing allowing you to converse yeah. openly, honestly, clearly, rather than getting into that that position of being defensive and just blurting something out that you maybe regret immediately. Mm-hmm. And funny, funnily enough, after having gone through this book. Even even watching even watching the odd uh, odd movie, I'll be sitting there and I'll say to my wife, uh, to my wife, to my wife, that's a crucial conversation that's going on right now in that that movie. So it's funny you start you, yeah, yeah, you do yeah, pick up the nuances and you can you start identifying it immediately when it is actually happening. Um, and that's yeah, that's that's yeah. that's powerful. I mean, I think if there's two challenges here, one obviously I want you to deliver this to your to your team, but before if you don't trust me, if you're not sure, just just you know. Put in your diary to revisit later on in the week whether you want to actually do this. But in the meantime, try to do the when I invite. I'm going to say there's a lot, again, seven big laws in this book that you should probably uh, you know, understand. But just this alone is worth the cover price of the book. And um, just this alone will make you realize that it'll be empowering to your staff. We were in a situation with a client the other day, and um, it's a company we've worked with for years. In fact, I'm sure you've all been in the case where the relationship is so familiar, yet it becomes quite uh, frustrating and they kept on telling us to make a change to some work and we were saying to them you know but this is the smart thing to do and then they were taking it like we were being disparaging and when i said to the team it's like you know try this when i invite so um when when you tell me to do it a way that goes against what we understand to be the right thing i take it that you don't respect what we're doing and I'm confused because you've hired us and you pay a premium to us because of what we do. And it feels like you don't uh, respect our opinions in regards to this. You don't value us for any more than people who push buttons on a machine. Now, I'm sure that's not the case, but I would just love to understand why you feel bullying us here makes the most sense. Maybe that's not even the right way to do it, but it is a worthwhile way to make the person stop and say, yes, I am paying this company a premium. We are paying them more. Maybe I should listen to them a little bit. And just that tool is worthwhile. And I want you to try, my challenge to you this week is to try and have a when I invite conversation with somebody. If you understand as a leader of a business how important that is, then what I want you to do is to stand up and present. And by the way, even if you're just a person in a team and you're not the leader, Leadership, or you're not the boss. Leadership isn't about being the boss. Leadership is about standing up and saying something. If you don't believe me, Google Google search Lech Walesa. Yeah, they didn't have a good luck spelling it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on your own. (laughs) But um, you don't always have to have authority to be a leader. If you do think this is helpful, ask if you can do a 15 minute presentation next Monday morning and stand and deliver and lead this way. Yeah. And perhaps, I mean, I think that we've covered pretty much everything. And, and just to end off with, the, we've called this this talk, Keep Calm and Converse. And I think that's exactly what it is about. It's it's recognizing when that 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 fire is coming inside of you and you're about to lose it. And it's it's just recognize that, keep calm, open the conversation, uh, get people to clarify rather than defend. And, and it really makes a huge difference in, in the way these, uh, these interactions are had. And I guess then... Uh, for that, a nice way to end is with the very quote uh, that we start uh, the book with, or we, that we start the talk with, and that is, what's this, the one on regret, right? Correct. How's it go? Um, so speak when you are angry, and you'll make the best speech you'll ever regret. Right. And it's it's interesting, though. So if anybody can clarify who that was by, 
is 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 yeah. interesting. There's I had about six or seven different uh, different people come up, but anyway, so that was speak when you're angry and you'll make the best speech you'll ever regret. Right, that's a great note to leave on. From me, Rich, stay curious. And me, Justin, lead loud. Peace. Ciao.